0: Welcome, welcome, yes, welcome to Sidekick. Welcome, welcome. Oi! Oh, what are you doing? I uh, just practicing, man, because I thought maybe practicing I could do practicing. The... What? Oh, I thought maybe I could do the intro. Nah, this...
1: nah, nah, nah no nah, no, 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 no. We spoke about this. You get to do the intro when you diversify, Mister Batman Bond Correspondent. But
0: oh, uh, I- I'm
1: diversifying. Oh yeah, yeah. Prove it. Pop quiz. What have you read this week? Comics. Uh huh. Yeah. And who was in those comics?
0: I read, um, Legends of the Dark Knight.
1: Mm-hmm, self-explanatory, next. Batgirl. Oh my god, are you even trying? Next. Detective Comics. Oh yeah, who's in that? Batman. Mm-hmm, thought so. Give me back the mic. All right. Oh, and for the love Take off the cow! Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your new companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I am learning, uh, Brendan. Yes, mister, we are going to diversify you. Speaking of which, I am going to allow you this one.
0: Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) I I I can talk about James Bond because today...
1: Massive Massive. news came out about uh, James Bond, so I am allowing you this, but next week, I swear to God, if there's one mention of Batman or Bond, I'm going back, I'm taking the baseball bat to your toys for proper this time, and (laughs) you're not going to throw your wife in it like you did last time.
0: Uh, I'm not saying a word. Anyway, moving along, big news today uh, regarding Bond 24. Um, Eon Productions have officially announced that Sam Mendes will be returning, um, you know, director of Skyfall.
1: So, did he do Skyfall, Quantum of Solace, no, and Casino Royale? No, just, just Skyfall. Skyfall? Was Which his... was
0: amazing. Skyfall was his first, and it was also the biggest and highest grossing Bond film of all time. Uh, and it's also the highest grossing UK film in history. Anyway, Sam Mendes... That's huge. ...is returning um, to direct. Uh, the thing that's surprising about that is with the success of Skyfall... <clears throat> pardon me... Uh, they were pushing to try and get the sequel released by the end of 2014, uh, which is what everybody was expecting. That meant that Sam Mendes couldn't direct because he had prior commitments, which happens with a lot of film yeah, properties yeah, and everything. You
1: know, oh, this can't happen because I'm doing this instead. It's to be you.
0: Yeah, unlike a lot of film studios, Eon Productions, along with Sony, Sony Pictures, are actually waiting and pushing the production back 12 months... What? So, Sam Mendes can return. I think they're going for quality over quantity.
1: Well, which is good because it's too often we see films just get pumped out because like, oh, it's got to be out by this time, let's yes. crack that. Which is why Sam Raimi didn't do Spider-Man 4 because exactly. Sony wanted it so quick. Um, Kind of a good decision. Because, <laughs> yes, good,
0: good decision.
1: You know, 3 was abysmal, so it was kind of good he left. But at the same time... I love Amazing Spider-Man, because yeah. they didn't just go, no, we need it out by this time. So I like this with Bond. Speaking of setting dates, um, oh, along with the... are you proposing to me? <laughs> no. Oh, no save-to-date no...
0: card, geeks. No bigamy, uh, for me, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, uh, yeah, uh, with Bond 24 news as well, uh, aside from the announcement with Sam Mendes, they've also set the release dates for the UK and the US for Bond 24. Um, the UK will be getting it on October 23, 2015, and the US on November 6, 2015. Where does Australia fall in this? Traditionally, we get them towards the middle to the end of November. Because it's usually a Boxing Day film, Ah, uh, not, not the last few. I thought there Skyfall are... was. No, November. Oh, really? It came out in November, yeah.
1: Like Hobbit. Yeah, it's, um...
0: No, it, it, it will be November... I reckon mid to late November for us, which is really going to suck like it did with Skyfall mm-hmm. because we'll get it about a month
1: after it hits the UK. And people and wonder why there are a tolerance. And
0: I will be avoiding the internet like the plague. <laughs> uh,
1: well, massive news, but it's over and done with. We're moving away from Bond now. <laughs> I
0: can roll over and have a cigarette
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> oh, that was good... TV News, arrows. Actually, I'm excited again now. Yeah, you are (laughs) excited because this is a show that you and I love. Love this show. Most of the Geek Speak crew do. I know there's one or two that have never quite really fully got into it. I think it's
0: just because they haven't actually had the time to sit down and watch it. They haven't
1: actually given it the chance because that show had me from the first episode. Yep, me too. Anywho, production of season two has started. Started, I believe it was on Wednesday. Yeah, there was a photo going around of Stephen Amel, 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 Amel. Uh, with the clapboard the yeah. for the first shot they were taking. So, that's all up and running. And, uh, new casting cast news, announcement.
0: Uh, Summer Glow. Yeah. yeah,
1: she's been brought in. Uh, what's the character's name? Isabel or... Who Who cares about her name? What I'm more interested in is... <laughs> yes. The, the character in the comics was... Uh, she was very friendly with uh, his dad, Robert. Robert. Robert, yeah. Who... Now, when I say friendly, I mean... <laughs> friendly. So it's interesting to see how they're going to go with this because Summer in the comic she was young. a CEO ca- character. There was the rivalry with uh, Oliver's mum, Moira. How are they going to do that with this? Because she's quite young compared to his dad. Then
0: again, she is rather beautiful and we do know mm. that the CW have a history of casting beautiful
1: people sort
0: of despite the role, yeah. I guess. Why
1: haven't they cast me then? I said beautiful
0: people. <laughs> Bastard.
1: <laughs> Well, I'm just hoping that out of this casting news that the Summer Glau curse doesn't take effect. Now, I didn't actually
0: know there was a Summer Glau curse until I heard this uh, news about Arrow and then everyone was going on about the curse. Pretty much anything she
1: takes a recurring role in will get cancelled after one or two seasons. Like, look at Firefly, uh, Terminator, Terminator. Sarah Sarah Connor Chronicles, uh, Dollhouse she was in. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that doesn't happen with Arrow because awesome. I love this show.
0: It's fantastic, and I, I my hopes for season two, um, whether it gets a third season or not, is that mm. it's just the quality is the same as the first one. Yeah.
1: Moving on, Hugh. Now, Ginge, our yes. mate Wade Cops and Pots and Pans, is going to love both these pieces of news. He will,
0: Wade. This is just for you. This my is friend. just
1: for you, buddy. While you're off gallivanting about the states, uh, the Kickstarter. For Atomic Robo, now it wasn't for a TV show, it wasn't for a movie or a comic series, but it's a special book called The Tesla Tesladyne Field Guide. Mm. Uh, it goes into a lot of topics that... I'm guessing if you're an Atomic Robo fan, I should have left this one for Ginge because he'd be able to explain a bit Eh, more. Yeah, he's
0: in America. Someone's got to do. Yeah, someone's someone's got to do do the dirty work. work, Yeah.
1: Anyway, well, this Kickstarter that they were funding for this book that goes into all these like lightning gun maintenance, coping with alternate realities, how to deal with errant dinosaurs. Ooh, actually, I'd like to know how to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This went up on Kickstarter. Had a funding goal of seven thousand five hundred dollars. You'd think that would take a couple of days, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, depending on the size of the book. Like, look at Will McLaren's book, Circus. He True. he had a going for a few months for around the same thing. Yeah, they hit it in two hours. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Done. What? what happened to Will? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just in the... Well, this is the thing. Like, this is a big name yeah, thing. Like, exactly. it, it's Atomic Robo. <laughs> Um, the cool thing is, like, the stuff you could get for, like, the $500 donation has, like, a full lab coat and all this extra, like, hardcover print edition. They really went out, but, yeah, two hours it took for them to, um, hit their goal. So, if only all Kickstarters stuff that or crowdfunding Crowdfunding, stuff, Indiegogo, uh, Possible, so on and so forth, was like that. But, actually, speaking of Indiegogo Indiegogo and Wade Cops and Pots and Pans... Um, have you watched
0: Iron Sky um, I have seen a scene of Iron Sky because I've
1: got it I still have to watch it I sci-fi action it. film I have
0: seen a particular scene in Iron Sky now what scene was that Brendan it does feature our very own Wayne <gasps> Cobson he got off no the way. Watch. he stopped banging on those pots and pans for uh one day or two I believe and re- actually recorded a voice for Iron Sky was that a was a or something yeah, wasn't it? that was used in the film
1: well um, they're crowdfunding a the sequel they are it, it, apparently. They are uh, news has come out that they seem to be looking towards Indiegogo to crowdfund a sequel. Now, I find this kind of, um, you know, this is one of those things like when Veronica Mars uh, did their Kickstarter. Yes, I mean that was a huge success. That was huge, and but it, the thing was, yeah, they they wanted to do it because the studio said, yeah, if you can do it, we'll yeah, we'll give you the rights. Mm-hmm. But then you had people like Ron Howard. ...doing um, crowdfunding campaigns for films.
0: Oh, really? Ron
1: Howard! Do you really think he needs crowdfunding for a film? No. Do you think the studio's going to sit here and go, No, Ron Howard, we're not going to give you any money. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here, go get it from the people. So this is a bit of a touch and go, because I know Iron Sky was a bit of an indie film. It was, yes. So going for Indiegogo for the second one kind of makes sense, but at the same time, being that it's a sequel, the film did do quite well, from what I recall. It did very well in DVD, actually. Do you really need to crowdfund?
0: Well, I don't, oh, I don't know. know.
1: If you do think so, start chucking your money towards it. And let's see if we can get Wade a bigger role than just a speaking part. Yeah, let's see if his, we can get, get his, his n- face on camera. Get his buff head on camera. Because, you know, we we can't seem to get him on camera. He puts all us on it. Yeah, he spends he, all
0: his time behind the
1: behind yeah. the camera. So, if if you want to see Wade on film, support the Iron Sky 2 sequel whenever they throw that up. But um last piece of big news. Well, I wouldn't say big, but interesting. Uh, the EW, EW Entertainment Weekly, yes. they do the movie special magazines, they covers, do. all that. Amazing Spider-Man Amazing 2. Amazing
0: Spider-Man 2, which I, I really wish they had picked a better name than that.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because you could have played up with it, because they just did Spider-Man 1, well, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. I've yeah. often thought, he's had so many titles, you could use them. Why couldn't it be the, the amazing spe- Spider-Man, this one, the, the spectacular. spectacular Spider-Man. I think that's a right. everybody was thinking Spider-Man. it was going to be as well, but anyway, moving Anywho, on. Anywho, uh, photos of Jamie Foxx as Max Dillon, a.k.a. Electro. Yeah, Electro. Definitely going off the ultimate design with this a lot more. Yeah, he looks awesome. So far, photos had only been of him in the blue makeup. Yes. Set photos, so no special effects. No. His brain is glowing.
0: It looks awesome. He's got these like veins that look like light. He it's, looks it's wicked,
1: creepy as fuck. I am so happy for this. You've also got photo of uh, Harry Osborne. yes, played by Dean DeHane. and one that I'm really excited about. He looks kind of creepy about. as well. Actually. He do- he's he looks like he's straight out a Gossip Girl, doesn't he? Sort <laughs> does.
0: And if that doesn't creep you out, I don't know what will.
1: But the one I'm really happy about—it's only a small photo. Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti, who I absolutely adore. Been watching a few of his films lately. The Illusionist, Lady in the Water. Just want to grope him. Rock of Ages? No, I still need to see that. It's great. I know. It got, I, you've I, got I, a I lot of it's great. Anyway, moving on. Hair metal. Anywho, photo of him as the rhino. Now, I'm not going to say as the rhino because he's not in costume. No. No. Now uh, from the thumbnail it kinda looks like he's wearing a bit of mocap stuff, but he's not. He's got a barbed wire tattoo around, around his, his head. head. Tattoos on his knuckles and everything, so I don't know maybe is this pre transformation or pre suiting up.
0: We won't know till it comes out, I'm afraid. He, it looks
1: like he's driving a truck. It looks like it's a set photo that um yeah, maybe they're still gonna play around with. Maybe he's hijacking something, I don't know, but I see awesome. that photo. When I heard Paul Giamatti Rhino, I'm like, well, he's kind of a chubby little guy, but I can't see him as Rhino. He looks menacing. Does and so does Electro. So uh, head along to the Facebook page, facebookcom forward slash TV. Check out the photos for yourself because we'll have them up there. And tell us what you think. You know, yeah, we love are your these guy? What do you think of these um, designs? And what do you think Spider Man Two slash the Amazing Spider Man Two? <gasps> what do, what do you think it should have been called? On to reviews. Yes. I'm done with news. I'm newsed out. So am I. I'm, it's been a I'm, big week. I'm not Sandra Sully. Samantha Armitage. I'm not as David Kosh. Oh, fuck Kosh. <laughs> I read the other day uh, JLA number 22. Now, that came out this week. It did. That is the first part it's of... the Trinity War, isn't it? Trinity War. Now, if you don't know what Trinity War is, the best way for me to explain it is crossover. Yes. Justice League, Justice League of America, Justice League Dark... And according to the creative teams, one person will die. Actually, best way to wrap the, um, some Trinity War up is head along to the Facebook page. Giveo yes, put give up I a great video. little. Uh, there's a video that the, um, DC <laughs> chucked out explaining what Trinity War is, so they can do it more justice than I can. Yes. Ah, see what is I did there. Hey. But we're actually going to backtrack. That's the latest issue. I'm going to backtrack to issue twenty one. So yes. a few weeks ago, I got around to I I read this, you finally got around to reading this. Yes, yeah, so
0: it was sitting on my bedside table for about three weeks mm. and I just didn't get a chance to to touch yeah, it. Yeah,
1: when I sit on your bedside table, you <laughs> touch me instantly. God, I really am channeling Todd on this show. Well, I um, know where to go from this. Well, why I've wanted to talk about this issue. Is because we have mentioned many times on podcast how we weren't happy with New 52's Justice League. No, I wasn't. I liked it to begin with, and then it just sort of lost me. After the first storyline, it just went downhill. Yeah. It started pulling it back a bit recently with the story of Candark and everything leading up to Trinity War. Mm-hmm. But I was just in. I was nearly about to drop it. I am dropping it, I think. Most people who were. Like Todd and Wade were the same, I know. Most who were reading it were for the Shazam story. The Shazam story, which I the back, loved, it was which was like why This is actually one of the best New Fifty Two titles. Why, why isn't, it isn't this out title. there more? Yeah. Well, issue twenty one. There was no
0: Superman, no Batman, no Green Lantern, none of the Justice none League. None of it. it all was, Shazam.
1: All Shazam. It was great. So they've wrapped up that story arc. So hopefully they're actually going to collect that now. I don't know. I'll have to talk with Todd see if it's in a solicitation. As to they're doing Shazam as a... If they're going to wrap this up in a trade, are they going to do an ongoing series? Because it does leave you with a bit of a cliffhanger. It does. It does does
0: leave it where the story could continue.
1: It's gone on to where I've been expecting it to, introducing the uh, family element of Shazam. Because in this, Billy Batson, he's not a good little kid. He's He's a a little brat. He's a fucking douchebag. He's a little brat. He's a shit. But he redeems, redeems himself. himself in this. And now, what I love, especially about this issue, is Gary Frank. Yes. This man fantastic. can draw. He can. I He got me years ago with Supreme Power. And what did he do recently? Uh, Batman Earth 1? Yes, he did. Um, I've been loving his artwork on this. And when you... Uh, do we spoil it for them? Well, let's not
0: go into spoilers. But I'll just say, you said the other day that um, I copped... I popped a comic boner. Oh yeah. Over oh, yeah, uh, yeah, over yeah, over yeah, the yeah. Batman 66 comic being released. Let me put it this way. I definitely popped another comic boner when I saw Mary Marvel. Oh, that's
1: not just a comic boner, that's a boner boner.
0: She, she's uh she is stunning. Gorgeous.
1: Yes, she is. And again, this is what I'm going from Gary Frank's artwork. He knows how to draw their ladies. <laughs> he really there, does. There, there is something about his eyes that he draws, but I'll get back to that um soon, but uh, well, this is an issue you do need to pick up. You do. If you haven't been reading uh, Justice League because you were just sick to sh- shit of it because it was just going nowhere, but you like the Shazam story, mm-hmm. pick up this issue. Yeah, it I is all, sh- all Shazam. It's great. And yeah, like I said, hopefully they're going to collect this. They really need to. You would assume. That and would. they need to continue it on.
0: Definitely. Because
1: Definitely. They, they've set up a lot with this. They've... The artwork's brilliant. Jeff John's writing on this is phenomenal. So much better than actually on Justice League, yes. which is kind of disappointing. But I am giving this, the official Geek Speak rating, five out of five. Okay, I'd go four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah. Fuck you. It should be gone. Oh, no, sorry. That's right. You only give an extra half, Mark, if it's got Batman in no,
0: it. No, never, I've never actually given anything five out of five. Really? I'm waiting for... I don't know. It's going to have to be something massively fantastic for me to no, give five out I,
1: of five. I read this one... Unfortunately, I read it before the rest of my books. I like reading the best till last. It took me an hour to read this one issue because I just kept rereading every panel just over and over, just taking in the artwork, how great the story was. That's a five out of five for me. Absolutely phenomenal book. Pick it up at your local comics retailer or online on apps such as comicsology.com. But just quickly, before we wrap up, speaking of Gary Frank, I wanted to just quickly do a Geek Speak Sidekick retro review. Hit me with it. On Supreme Power.
0: I love that you're holding it up. But I am no, holding it up. No camera. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm holding it up more for you. Because look at that cover. It is an awesome cover. If you have a look at the cover for Volume 1, it is a, little ch- a child, very menacing, uh, wrapped in an American flag with just a single spotlight on him. Now... You asked me what Supreme Power is about. You haven't read this. Sell it to me. No, I'm planning
0: on on stealing it after you leave here and and reading it.
1: Now, the best way to sum up the original Squadron Supreme is JLA rip-off. Yes. Hyperion, Superman, Power Princess, Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. Doctor Spectrum, Green Lantern. Gotcha. Uh, A fair few years back, Marvel threw part of their Max Comics line, which was their more adult-oriented, contains your explicit content. They did a relaunch, uh, retelling of the Squadron Supreme as Supreme Power. Yeah, and in the first book, especially, best way for me to describe this is think of if Superman landed in Kansas and the government rocked up on Myron Park Kent's door and took the kid away and raised Superman as an American. Okay, in seclusion. Okay, got my interest. Uh, my the interest world is—it's is, a military-industrial complex. It's very military focused. Yep. So, it's basically what would happen if he was raised by the military. Okay. And the other people with powers come out of when he came um, to do with his ship. The power source that I won't go into too much, but that's kind of what creates Doctor Spectrum. Okay. Uh, And apparently when it came into our atmosphere, it released something, and that's what's kind of giving powers now. Okay. You've got your character... (laughs) Night. Yeah, a bit. But you've got your character like uh, Nighthawk. He's your um, Batman. Yeah. Clone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very wealthy black gentleman who okay. um, he watched his parents get murdered by Ku Klux Klan type okay. racist, you know, rednecks.
0: You're talking about this. I have. It's jogging my memory. I have heard about this before, but yeah.
1: Um, so I do highly recommend this book. It's written by J. Michael Straczynski. Okay, who? That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is a mouthful, but he is honestly one of my favorite authors. And Gary Frank's artwork, like if you've been reading Shazam, you know what to expect in this book. He has. There's something he does with his eyes that they appear quite sunken and creepy, but you can't help but not. Yeah, the eyes. You, are great. you can't look away. Um. So supreme power. Uh, they ran for. They did a few titles. Uh, this was the first one. Contact. Yep. Uh, volume three was baked. Just on Doctor Spectrum. Okay. Uh, they did a s- Hyperion and uh, Nighthawk um, solo miniseries each. Okay. You're they, s- well, you're selling it to me. They did do an ongoing. There are plenty of titles out there, but if you're going pick en- to pick up any, pick up Supreme Power Volume 1 Contact. Because here's the other question. They have been going into this with a bit of Superman lately. What happens when Superman goes bad? Yeah. I'm just going to leave it on that tidbit. That is more than enough for you to oh hell absorb. Absorb. We've gone into a lot this episode. I'm actually really quite tired. I've so been working I. and you're not cuddling me enough.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go and lay down and read uh, Supreme Power.
1: On that note, for more of your GeekSpeak needs, head along to the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash geekspeak TV. Check out the videos on youtube.com forward slash geekspeak Australia Follow us on Twitter, at GeekSpeakAU. Until next time, I'm your host, the Geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I am Batman Bond correspondent, Brendan. Geek out. (laughs) And you get to do the intro when you diversify. Oh, come on. No, no, don't come on me. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What?